Again, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know how we do, y'all, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. We're now on Island TV On Demand, so make sure you download the app. Follow us also on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, my sister. How hey, you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just swell. How are you? I'm excellent. You excellent. know what? I like mm-hmm. it. I love it. All, all, all up good in here. So, um... What are we calling this episode? We are calling this episode Pippin Ain't Easy. You heard? Okay. You better ask Larsa about it. Okay, get to it. You better get to All it. Right, so this is like, I don't know, I don't know where to I mean it's ratchet, but like, what do you make of this? So anyway, Larsa Pippin, who is the ex-wife of Scotty Pippin, you know they used to call him no tippin' pippin' because he he ain't like to leave a tip nowhere. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Terrible. Um, you know, he used to play um, for the Bulls when uh, Mike Michael Jordan Mike was Jordan. playing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and I think she and have they got four kids together. Mm-hmm. They've been through some times like I know they filed divorce and they stopped, they stopped the proceedings. They got back together. But I think the divorce was final uh, to, in 2018. So anyway, she was spotted down here in my neck of the woods in Miami with the Minnesota Timberwolves guard Malik Beasley Ooh. holding hands, you know, all on their cuteness out Ooh. out and about around Turkey Day, around Thanksgiving. So, um, so you know, I mean, look, Black Twitter is undefeated because they found. So anyway, they said that this all started back in October when Larsa she posted a picture. Uh, of herself and Malik all up in her comments was like, quote, and this is a quote. He said, I just want to t- uh, take you out on a date and treat you like a queen. And then next thing you know, they over here, they in Miami, bitch. Mm. So, mm. Larsa is, she's, she's Lebanese. Mm-hmm. I had to figure out, you know, what, what type of exoticals she is. So she's, right. She's, um, yeah, she's, I, you know, I like their chicken and their rice. Um, and she's 46 years old and Malik is I believe he's 24. Okay. So that's okay. Aside from that, that he's about as old as her oldest son. Mm-hmm. He is also married mm-hmm. to um, an IG model. I think her name was Montana. Anyway, so, and Malik has been charged with like some felony threats and, you know, he has some issues at his home. He pulled a rifle out on some people. It was a whole big thing. And then his wife, she took she took the um took the charge for the weed that they found, you know. So he's got a little legal. He's a bad boy, um, but it was so kind of crazy because he's posting on Larsa's IG, so his wife sees it and she quotes, "She's like, wow, I don't even know this man." So evidently they have a child together and she's just filed for divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So what do you what do you make about this? I was like, this is just juicy. First of all, these two ladies look alike, as far as I'm concerned. I was like, what yeah. are they talking about? I was like, what are they talking about? He's cheating with the same lady. <laughs> What's the problem here? You people need to get over yourselves. Did she with the same person? This is not entanglement, okay? This is this is the same bewilderment because of the same person. Like, 
you all need to get your eyes fixed. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, why? Well, I, I had to, I had to what, talk about my finger hurting. I was double tapping like crazy, trying to see where's the difference. They do look alike. Oh, do. they both got that same, you know, Botox lip look, you know, the blonde mm-hmm. highlight. Um, I think the, I think it's like a variation of Kim Kardashian, like, you know, oh, they yeah. yeah, Kim yeah. And, and, you know, just for the fact that they were out at the mall holding hands, like, hey, if you're creeping and that person like reaches for your hand, you give him that look, you give him that Samuel Jackson look like, what you doing? That's Samuel Jackson, big eye. Huh? What you, <laughs> you, give, you give him that, I wish him would, you better get off. <laughs> uh uh-uh. But no, they were just, they were out and about like, you know, this is public. This is what we do. So obviously, you know, maybe he just didn't close that other chapter. You know, or should I say, lick the envelope very nicely before you move down to the next? I mean, you know, over. It, it sounds like the wife was kind of blindsided because of how she, you know, first of all, you quoting on IG, you got your business out there. So, you know, she was just kind of like, wow, like, wow, yeah, I don't even yeah. know him. But he yeah. was already thirsty in the comments, like, dude. Right. I, I'm not, I'm not. And, you know, I mean, Larsa, you know, she's, um, she's, she's a, a pretty genetically enhanced mm-hmm woman you know i'm trying to i'm trying to be honest here you know she's 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 a she's a beautiful woman in her own right Mm -hmm. right um like i said but i'm just like you know what i am a card carrying member of the cougar club i don't know what secret society she's a part i don't know what this is i don't i don't know what to make of this like are these like the mountain lions clubs, the jaguars. I don't know. Like, who are these women? Who are these women? Listen, they're, they're a different breed. Not even, you know what? I just feel like, um, especially when you take these athletes and, you know, the women that they deal with, this has been going on. Like, this you is know, nothing but You know, she admitted to dating Tristan Thompson yes. before he divorced, uh, before she got divorced from Scottie Pippen. Pippen. Right. And so, Tristan Thompson, I mean, even though he's, he's, he's like in his early 20s too. Pippen ain't easy. For real. So, so I, I did, I did a little map. Cause let me tell you, you share that girl. That's how I'm looking at it. Like you share that girl. So, okay. I'm going to break it down for you. Right. Don't let him hear that so you got, let me, let me take you back here. So you got Matt Barnes that played for the Lakers Clippers in Orlando, his wife, right. Gloria Gavon, then married Derek Fisher of the Lakers. Right. Boom. Kept it in the uh, NBA. Then you got Jason Kidd, who dated Gabrielle Union, although it was in high school. She's now married to Dwayne Wade, as you know, from the Miami. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold yeah, on. Take it back. Say that again. Jason Kidd dated Gabrielle yeah. Union in high school, and now she's married to Dwayne Wade, who is retired oh, from Miami. I didn't know that. I'm going to keep it going for you. Then you got that damn Dashie and Chloe. She was married to Lamar Odom of the Lakers and the Clippers. Then got with James Harden of the Houston Rockets. Then married and had a baby with Tristan Thompson of the Cleveland Cavaliers. How you like them apples? So, you know, I just, you know, and I can go on and on with a lot of these little pinpoints. So, you know, you share that girl. So trust and believe that, you know, this ain't going to be the first and ain't going to be the last. This is nothing new. Ain't nothing new. Nothing new. You share that. You know the song. So... <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be putting this all on, you know, he ain't right. He ain't right. Uh, you know, whatever. Y'all know what y'all doing. Everybody knows what everybody's grown here. And let's, and let's be honest, he's 24. But if he was 24 working at uh, Target with a red vest on talking about, ma'am, can I, can I help you with something? She wouldn't have that <laughs> no eye at him. You know what I'm saying? She would have like, excuse me, are they, ha- do they have the Starbucks up front with the, uh, the pizza hut? Thank you, sir. And she would have kept it the F moving. Right. 
So, you know, he is yeah. right up her alley. He's right up her alley, literally, with the old NBA, and she's just keeping it right in the family. She's a she's a cougar for this. She knows what she's doing. She's like, I'm not new to this. I'm it's, like a, it's like cougar to the second power. This is another kind of cougar, though. This and is she like, got grown kids. The thing, she got like grown ass kids. Like, yeah, because her son is like 22 or something. He was like, ba- he got on. You know, people were like sending him condolences online. Like, you know, you ain't gotta be like your mother. You ain't gotta. Stay focused, messages. Stay focused, man. Stay focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You share that, girl. So, hey, you know, would you? But hey, if you have a, if your mom is still bad and she's out there, then you know, remember, hey, Miss Parker. Remember, hey, boys. Everybody, you know, remember Miss Trinidad. Like, you know, there's a lot of older women that age very gracefully, and fortunately and unfortunately, younger dudes still have eyes for them. I think a lot of older women are giving young girls a run for the money. How do you go from a mm-hmm. 20, this girl is what is he? She's 21 or his, his ex-wife? 21? His wife is like, yeah, 23 young, or something. She's a young 20, 23 to yeah. a 40, a, what, what is she, 46? 46. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would be so my, I would be like, wow. I, I, would, I would, listen, I would lift my leg up after a fresh wax and look in the mirror and say, thank you. I'd be talking about coochie. Thank you, boo. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I'll show you how to do this. Thank you, boo. <laughs> Tristan! My ass. Straight up. <laughs> what? I'm, my wheels is still spinning. <laughs> Passing my teeth. <laughs> Head game is crazy. What? <laughs> See them yams? <laughs> like, no, honey, you're talking about my legs, boo. I really got some yams in the oven. Yes. I made your sweet potato pie. <laughs> well, you still, grandma's still getting it. I mean, listen, grandmas don't look like what they used to. They don't oh, look like Pearl. Don't. They don't look like Pearl from 227. I hate to tell you. It's just not what it used to be. And I and I, and I I like it. I think this is great. I don't, I'm not scared of aging anymore, to be honest with you. I am so encouraged by um, yeah, a lot I mean, of I mean, to win it. I, but it's, it's not that to me. It is the fact that. I don't, you know, like I, I, I'm like, you know, live your best life, Larsa. Do, do you? But what are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, does she have to listen? Does she have to be with the Allstate guy if she, if she really has to go for her own age? Does she really got to be with the Allstate guy? Is, is that the one, the Allstate with the, with the Savannah's man from, uh, from Wait and Exhale? Is that, is that the one? <laughs> <sighs> The insurance salesperson. Oh, I just, you know, like I, I mean, it's obviously having fun. I just the the little thing to me, the the problem is like, why he's married, and mm, I don't know, I don't like that part. Not that I like, like, the like, do your thing, do your do your jaguar, do your uh, mountain lion roar, whatever that, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, stay away from married men. I thought we, I thought maybe not. <laughs> This is true, but then what do you do when you like one of the rules of the of the Cougar Club? You pull out your phone and be like, "Yeah, but he's calling me." Like then what? Yeah, but he's calling me. Nobody put a gun to that man's head. He's calling. No, you're right. You're right. No, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's two responsible adults. You know, I I just like my my little heart went out. Like when she was like, "Wow, I don't even know Mm. this man." Like, yeah, that's crazy. He was out. Mm. He was bold. He was bold. And trust me, next time I give you a list. Listen, next time I give you a list, her name is going to be on the list of, you know, women who have got with another NBA player. 
Oh yeah, bounce, bouncing around. She gonna tumble right on. Trust me, she's. She, that's right, why she's right, right, good. Right. We're good over here. I'm telling you, is always fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I ain't worried about that man. You got I, and and she may go for older, you know, mature that can really you know finesse the situation. And you know, you need a grown man in your life because when you're young and dumb, you have the most fun. And I'm just speaking for myself. Oh, when you're young and dumb, all oh, the time, when just you know, just being naive was just the fun was just a little sweeter, you know, because nobody could really tell you, you know, yeah, when you're on that dumb young shit. Oh, I know. Good time. know about it, know about it. I had a good time. Oh, no, no, no. I've got too much wisdom to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that damn wisdom gets me all the time. Okay, so moving on. Um, my my dear, my dear, 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 Funkmaster Flex has is he a dear, dear, dear? The reason why I call him dear Funkmaster Flex because for me he is like he's a shit talker. However, he's like the epitome of New York City. Like when somebody says like, "Are you black?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm black. I'm Funkmaster Flex. I'm James Brown. I'm collard greens. <laughs> I'm grits." Um, I'm scrambled eggs with a little bit of pepper on top. Like, yeah, I'm black. Like, <laughs> I'm black. and I and I throw Funkmaster Flex in there when I say that. Like, oh, yeah, he's, I'm, a of, he's a part of the stand-up routine, the comedy. Know, yeah, yeah, every now, you know, but that just yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mary J. Blige. Be happy. You know, if you don't know that, then you're not really black. Okay, <laughs> I'll take your black card away in a heartbeat. What you don't know? What? I didn't say you got to know the current. But anyway, so Funkmaster right. Flex, he shows off his liposuction procedure, and he has lost forty. <laughs> pounds all right now he took to ig and he's posting graphic clips and he is like listen he's pumping um elite body sculpture it works gets to those hard areas lower stomachs armpit sides and back fat then he said no anesthesia awake the entire time so i'm like holy shit now you know flex is like one of the biggest shit talkers as well like i cannot believe this he done drop bombs on his own fat like Boom, 10 pounds here. Boom, 10 pounds there. Yeah. So, you know, that was very, for people, they would say that's vanity. And if you look at Flex in the face, his black don't crack is very good. He has still has a great face. I'm sure his hairline is hiding, you know, closer to his ears underneath that hat. But that's okay. Skin looks good. And he wanted to take 40 pounds off. So a lot of people are clowning him. Like, really, dude, that's what we do now. And he's like, F you. F you. Elite Body Sculpture did that shit for free. I just had to post it. (laughs) Just, you know what? I'm I'm laughing Mm -hmm. because, and you know, my my thing with Flex is, yes, he is the epitome of New York, but I've always had, you know, like we kind of grew up on Flex doing the parties and, you know, on Hot 97 and, you know, a while like he just became the biggest hater to me like mm-hmm. he hated on everything and everybody and everyone it just like it was just so much hate so to hear that this man is publicizing his back fat removal is <laughs> his daddy makeover is like for, are you for real well, let me tell you but i gotta <laughs> but i must say like Fuck Don't say he would no 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 he's not my he's not my type of hype but he I gotta give props where they're due like I said his face looks good you know he's aging he's aging well his black don't crack is good but I would always listen to Funk Master Flex like on the way home and you know even if he's sometimes he's mixing it up and he's dropping too much bombs you're like oh shut up yeah, already yeah. but when he starts talking Flex sounds like an old 
Jewish lady from Queens. If you really listen to him, he'd be like, New York City, yeah. listen. And I remember he told the story about how, you know, I used to uh, deliver pizza. And I remember having to get up in the morning in New York City and that alarm clock would go off every, oh my God. And I remember saying to myself, there's gotta be a better way. And let me tell you, if I'm in your ears right now, New York City, I found a better way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, he would tell these oh. stories like a whining little, oh, New York City, you know. So, <laughs> well, when he went back to school, he's like, you know, me and wifey, you know, we're talking about going back to school. And, you know, I don't want to do it online. I, I want a pencil in my hand. I want a pencil in my hand, New York City. I want to get the desk like old school. That's what I want. I don't want to be in class. You know, I, I want to I want to do it in, in the real virtual way. I want to feel a number two in my hand, New York City. And I just, oh, he just, I, you know, I fucks with him. You know, that. and for those moments, I'm like, you know what? I, I like his little personal. Now He's the cleft. He's the cleft. Me and wifey, you know, you know, he's, he's, then it's just funny shit to me. And anything after that, it's like, dude, you're really in the 50 and up crew right now. What are you talking about nowadays? I'm looking to see like, what the hell is he really talking about? <laughs> I'm just, this is, a, this is, this is amazing. This is the world today. I'm sure he was, I'm sure he's been clowned. And then you said he had no anesthesia. I don't know. Like the whole time. Look at the pictures. It looks gross. He has like the blood I'm on good. the table. Yeah, it was it was something else, and they took off that fat. I, I'm hey, if you, especially of a certain age, if you whatever you feel like you want to correct on your body, you go right ahead. I remember, remember Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Yeah. I remember he got his nose done. You oh, I didn't know that. He got his nose done, and I remember it was just one of those like, yeah, you know, they clowned me for my nose, they knew me for my nose, blah blah blah, and yes, you know, so what? Yeah, I did it, and yeah, I did it, and and oh wow, it was years ago. That was years ago. So you know, sometimes men, you know, they also make some of these little, you know, changes to themselves. They they want a little bit of pretty too here and there. You know, no, men you're right, you're right. I mean, no, I, I <laughs> wait. As an, uh, I remember one time. I think. I was like with this dude, right? And don't tell me you had a waist trainer on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hanging up. You know, like I so I'm feeling like you know, you know how you feel around the size. Like what, what you got that? Going on? Figure out what is that is holding him in so well. It's like spandex. Like he had the whole like body suit on underneath. Oh, uh, oh, you know what I'm talking about too. But anyway. <laughs> No, wait. Now, I can understand if it's one of those like when they when they lift weights and they have to have no, something like that. No, no, no. This was a faha. It was a faha. Okay. That <laughs> no lie is faha. Yeah. A, a whole entire faha on his ass. Oh god, that is the best. Wait, and would he unzip it to get in the bed? How'd that work? <laughs> we didn't go that far. I'm just saying, like, I, it it caught me off guard because I was like. I don't know what that, I didn't know what it was. And I felt like, oh, because it had little cutouts for um oh. around the chest area, around the breast, you know, the, the oh. nipples part, the nips. What? what? <laughs> Listen, I've seen, I've like, I've seen um like advertisement for like these little trainers. For, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? And I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't be mad because I want to have a certain look too, but I don't, we both can't be doing this bitch shit. That's the thing. Only one bitch in this house is gonna be me. You get what? <laughs> that's that's so how I feel too. Like, mm -mm. Yeah. no, mm -mm. I'm not. Mm -mm. <laughs> Shit, I can borrow your five. No, 
<laughs> Next thing you're like, I got cramps. You got something? No. <laughs> no. 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 Don't, don't tell me you're going to get a manicure and you get the clear polish. For what? My fucking work on computer. What you mean? I know you don't like that, but I know so many no, dudes that do that. I don't like it. You don't, you don't like it, right? I don't. I like a good callous hand. I like a good like. I like to feel that because I already have broke hands, and I and my hands are fairly big too. I want to feel like a, a woman when I hold your hand. Like I want your hand to be at least big. Like is your hand bigger than mine? And I don't. And if and if you have calluses, I'm okay with that. You know, like don't don't, don't tell me. Well, I'm not saying you have to. Have I appreciate a nice manicure. Like you know, it doesn't have to be shiny. You don't. Yeah, you don't like the shiny. Um. Keep that. No, because my thing is you work on computers, Tom. So what made you think that you need to sit? And get pampered and get clear polish. Like again, we don't, that's I can understand if you want to get them cut and you know get your cuticles done. And I, I get you with all that. But again, you work on computers, Tom. You're 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 IT tech. So <laughs> you're IT tech, Tom. What made you feel like you know? And and again, sometimes you have men who was like you know I'm a construction worker. Like who you know I'm, I'm in Home Depot, whatever the hell. I like that right there. And you felt like you know let me just you know soften them up a little. Some I'm going to dinner with my lady. I'm like okay. I like that. You know, I'm, I'm a hands man. Like, you know, my daddy was a hands man, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like yeah, that. You know, oh, I, I like a little, you know, the buffed out and maybe like a little clear polish. It's just not necessary for me. That, And I've seen it many a times, many a dinner dates, like, um, pass that bread. I'm like, ooh, that's a little, <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's a little shimmer. <laughs> is that, is that SC012? Now I'm eating my bread all all of the time. Like, mm, okay. What are you gonna say? Like, watch my nails. I got them done today. Like, is that what? Oh man, yeah, stop. Okay. <laughs> and look, there's dudes right now listening. Like, hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm a man. I didn't say you weren't a man, Tom. I'm just saying. Did you have to get the clear coat? <laughs> Did you have to get the clear coat? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All you needed was to buff. You know, file it down. You know, I get her to cut them cuticles down a little bit. Even if she gives you a little freaky massage on your hands. I see them little bitches. They go at it. They going in. She working for a little pot. Ooh, she about to make you come, huh? Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> working that hand. Ain't she? Like, Woo! A little $5. And then you, then you still need a little clear coat, huh? Ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> it's all right with me. I like, it's, it's cool. She got like a little sparkle. Okay. No, I didn't say sparkle now. So you're taking it off me. <laughs> Somewhere else. I didn't even say all of that. When he reaches for the bread, you see the wriggly sparkle in his hand. <laughs> you see the French manicure when he put the white. I'm like, oh, you put the white too? <laughs> Where did they do that at? And, and then you start to notice, like, it's not French, but the way your white line is so perfectly squared, it looks a little French. And you want to know why? Because that damn clear coat. See what I'm saying? <laughs> it accentuates it. Makes it. Watch, 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 watch. All right, bye. I gotta get. I gotta get up out of here. Okay. We right. got a couple people to call when we when we when we get off this right. Here. <laughs> Let me see your hands. <laughs> Look, it's time to get woke. So come on, it's time to get live. Time to represent. <clears throat> it is time to do what we came here to do. Just to get woke for the people. You know right. how we do. Let me just sit up and change the energy a little bit. So I wanted to use this woke minute here to talk about 
what is going to be, what is and what is going to be in the near future, a very controversial subject. We're talking about vaccines specifically for COVID-19. So um, first, let's just get into the facts. I mean, we're all living in it. We know what's going on. There are a number of pharmaceutical companies, particularly Pfizer, which um, has been doing most of the experimenting. So they've come up with this experimental COVID-19 vaccine, which they say is more than 90% effective. Um, so they're looking to get it pushed through um, through the FDA. And I mean, from all intents and purposes, it sounds like it will be rolled out <laughs> this month, mm-hmm. uh, d- December. Um, so as we know, in the U.S. alone, there have been 10 million um, cases of coronavirus with 238,000 deaths. Um, So one of the things that the data does show, because it it doesn't show a lot of things, but I think what the data, this is what Pfizer is saying, along with, I know think there's another company, Moderna, um, they don't know how long the protection will last from the vaccine, and they don't know how well it protects certain groups of people. So like the elderly, like if you have um, high blood pressure or diabetes, which, uh, you know, is mostly affecting our community, they don't know what the side effects are. So... Um, you know, you and I have talked about this. I have a 12 year old son. Um, my feelings and thoughts about is I probably will not be getting the vaccine. If, if it is a voluntary act, I will probably not be voluntarily doing it. Um, there are just a few things that, there's a, there's a few things that trouble me to no end. Um, one is the legislation, legislation or what has been talked about mandatory vaccinations. Um, right now there is an act on the table. It's the vaccinate all children's act, um, which specifically would just, you know, compel parents to get their kids vaccinated, but it also doesn't allow for any exemption. So, you know, if you have some sort of non-medical exemption, which I would do, um, it, you would not be exempt. Um, and not, you know, and I, there have been so many different theories and so many different conspiracies. And I want to stay away from that, but I, I just want us all to be conscious of the history. Cause you can't, you don't know what's going on in the be in, in, in your future, unless you know what the history is. So, you know, we know about the Tuskegee experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Where they did 40, 40 years. That was the U S government run study. And they put it under the U S public health service where they took 600 African American men mm-hmm. and told them they were um, getting them free, giving them free health care and treating them for quote unquote bad blood. Um, but they left these men untreated for syphilis. And this is where, you know, nurses and doctors knowingly and willingly monitored these men and women, knew they would die without treatment. And they did it, you know, for their paychecks. And they did it because the government told them to do it. So by the time this whole experiment was shut down four decades later, 130 men were dead. And then by that time, they had passed it on to their, their spouses and their kids, you know, this is this is the legacy that has been left with us. Let's not forget about Henrietta Lacks. This was the black woman that went into Johns Hopkins University, um, which at the time was the only hospital that would treat black people in Baltimore. She was getting treatment for cervical cancer. And the doctor went, took her cells, 
because they were they were phenomenal because black woman is God. Basically, mm-hmm. her cells did not die in the petri dish like everybody else's. Mm-hmm. So they kept replicating it. He sold it, got a lot of money. So none of those biotech companies that profited from her cells, which are still being used for research today, gave anything to the family. You know, it took a while. And look, this is not just a, a, a black people thing, although, you know, I'm I'm here for my people. But look at Project Paperclip. And that's where back in Nazi Germany, when they were over there experimenting on Jews, doing the most atrocious things to the to the to that segment of society. It was our government who stepped in and took the top scientists, those engineers, you know, the ones that were putting on people in gas chambers and and uh, playing with their, you know, taking their DNA and doing all kind of experiments. We, our government is the one who brought those people, those Nazis to the United States and employed them. You know, that don't, let's not, we, I just, we can just can't forget about the history here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you have, I know you have certain things that, you know, you think about it, but I'm just like, you know, we, you know, 40 years, you need to test anything, you know? And I, I look at the, look at the, look at AIDS, you know, remember when AIDS was, was popping, was out here? Right. You know, and that was it's been, been about 40 years. There has been no cure. There has been no vaccine. Mm-hmm. Cancer. We've done all kind of research. We got all kind of studies and research and still no cure, still no vaccine. But you mean to tell me in less than a year they came up with something for coronavirus. Right. And I mean, <clears throat> let's, let's skip the cure. Let's find a treatment and let's let's charge people to take it and let's make it mandatory. Right. I just. I spell money schemes. Yes. Yes. I'm with you on that one. I totally, I'm with you. Just going back to vaccinations that children have to get, even just to get into school or just to get into daycare from the measles, the mumps, meningitis, tuberculosis, hepatitis B, rubella, chickenpox, like, and now it's going to be COVID vaccinations. And it's like, you're being told, you're being told, this is what you have to have to move forward. So it's like, you know, and it's like we're in a box. And at the same time, you know, a lot of these benefits, um, they're going to be expiring at the end of the month. So what are the chances that, you know, a lot of this money that people are looking for, you know, we're we're very much in the deficit. Um, Now, all of a sudden, you know, the money's ending, but we got to make sure we get this vaccination to you. It's doesn't just it's very hokey. It's all sounding very hokey to me. And my eyebrow is very much up. And I work in the medical field and everything from, you know, you have to have your flu shot. Huh? mandatory. What? And you know, I got a flu shot. And to be honest with you, I got sick two years ago. I got the flu shot within two days. I was man down with the flu and not, I was very, very sick. Wasn't like a, you know, hot you No, I was really, really sick. So I'm very skeptical of, of getting it. And you know, the fact that it's mandatory because it's, you know, contingent upon your employment. So that is very, very tricky. And now I know that, you know, COVID is happening and, you know, we're getting fitted for these masks and, um, just the spike is happening and so on and so forth. But now all of a sudden there's a vaccination and, you know, for me, it's like a catch 22 because I don't believe it. Like, I, I just, I don't believe it. I, I feel like this is, this is, um, like I said, it's some hokey shit going on. I don't believe it. Like you said, how, how all of a sudden we have cancer, we have AIDS, shit, there's herpes, you name it, <clears throat> you know, um, they, they figured out how to make a man, a woman and a woman, a man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But, but you mean it, and you mean to tell me COVID has killed how many millions of people? And so I, I'm looking at a lot of these tests and I'm looking at them, um, or should I say the vaccination? It's just a trial and error. 
I think everybody is, is we're all, we're all lab rats in this right here. And, and I'm sorry. And they're looking at nursing homes as top priority. And as you know, the nursing homes were the first population that, you know, they died first. They'll be out of here. They'll be be out of here. Yes. At the highest numbers, at the highest numbers, they, they, you know, died in. So that, so that's, I'm, I'm, I got You got to put your eyebrow up and then you also got to think, okay, if this is a vaccination, what is it that you put in here that's supposed to heal me that you didn't think to put in a vaccination for cancer? <laughs> I'm not even laughing, but I am. No, I mean, it just, I, I don't know any other way to put it. And I know I'm not putting it in the best, you know, intelligent jargon, so to speak, but tell me what, what is it you put in this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you put in this drink? That's going to get me drunk that you didn't put in this drink. Let me know. Cause I like to drink. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. So it's it's, it's a little hokey. It's, and and like you said, it's a it's a big sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Un freaking believable. It's 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 way more. I mean, you know, you know, I am essentially a conspiracy theorist. What I and and I I say that with, um, you know, the understanding that. I don't just take what, you know, what people are saying and, you know, you just take it for fact, do your own research study that, you know, Google is, there's a lot of shit on Google that you can find. And some of it is true. Some of it is not true, but you have to, you have to really take information in and digest it for yourself, you know? And, you know, when they talk about what's in the vaccine and talk about the, the uh, aborted fetuses, like that's, it's not, it's not a hoax. That has happened. Now, there's a there is a question as to whether the initial fetuses they're saying that you know they were used from the 1960s and you know they were replicating the the cells and they keep using it and several vaccines were made from those fetuses. You know, are they still doing that today? That's not a question that um, you know is being answered honestly because let's just start with the fact like, hey, have vaccines been made from aborted fetuses? Yes, absolutely. It's 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 in all the studies you can see. It. It's not a it's not a made up thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I'm just like look look at the facts. Like look at what's in the what is in this vaccine. And that's they won't tell us. I mean, you know, it's like they won't they won't tell you what's in it. But tell me what tell me what's in it. What's in it? But you have because, to you have to ask. You know, I'm listening to um, you know, I listen to a lot of things, but the understanding of nanotechnology. Now, we we know it and we see it. It's not something that is um, you know, it's it sounds so futuristic, but it's but it's here. I mean, we, we know what it is, and they they're talking about nanotechnology being put into the vaccine, which has a way of mutating your DNA. I mean, this is, this is not a joke people. So, and you think, what's the value of that? What is the value of mutating DNA or, or on another sense, being able to control someone's DNA? So, so basically I take a drug and it contains some sort of technology in it that would allow you to control me. And then there's value in that control, you know, and I'm just I'm just putting it out there because these these are real things that I think we we need to consider. It's not not a game, you know, and here's what I've said, like Hollywood has always been like a step above, but they make it, you know, they put, you know, it's 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 so science sci fi and it's so fantasy that, you know, you don't really you really can't pick the reality from the, the 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 dream part. But I'm telling you, like you look at some of these movies and it's like these people did not get this from 
from nowhere. It, it comes from somewhere. You know, a lot of these movies that have been preparing us for epidemics, been preparing us for quarantine. There is a movie that is coming out now. I, I mean, it's crazy. It's called um, Birdsong. Demi Moore is in it. So this movie, it's, it talks about the effects of COVID-19 in the year 2024. Like by the year 2024, the, 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 the country's like a wasteland, right? Mm. They made this movie in July of this year. Mm. When I just look at the previews, like it is crazy. Like the amount of information that they have in it. Mind you, this is supposed to be like a sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know, thriller, mm-hmm. but I'm like, where are they getting this information from? How did they make a movie so damn fast? Like a like an Independence Day scale movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I don't, which to me is like, I don't even believe that they did this in this year. Like they planned this before, you know, do I believe in the pandemic? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is a whole, this is a plan and it's always about money and it's always about control, you know? I mean, the minute I saw Bill Gates talking about vaccines, like when does the computer geek, when is he so involved and in talking about what? testing in Africa? Africa? Yes, going to Africa to test because they're the poorest nation over here and, you know, it'll benefit them and why not? And like, oh, that was so disturbing. And it just kind of goes back to, like you said, history. Like this is history repeating itself. Like we are then again, you know, test dummies. Wow. Oh, it is. I mean, look, it's, it's all the drugs, all the vaccines that they're talking about, they're experimental. There's no way that you can have, you don't even know the effects on different different segments of society. Like I said, how is this going to affect us? You can't tell me, you know, as a person with high blood pressure, as a person with diabetes, how do you know that it's safe for those populations? There's, you can't say you've done any testing. It's It's been, a, it's been less than a year. What have you learned? What have you learned? And I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm willing to bet they've done shit. They've done nothing. Like it is just, just about getting it out there, people taking it, and it's like throwing, throwing something against the wall and seeing what sticks. Let's, let's see what happens here. Tell everybody they can take their mask off. We can open these businesses back up. You know, California, <laughs> one of the highly populated, you know, states, and you know they're one of the biggest money makers. Listen, they are on complete shutdown, and they had thirty thousand. Uh, confirmed COVID cases in one day and they had to shut it down. But guess what? <clears throat> they look at that as a dollar sign. We need to open that back up. Hold on a minute. So let's hurry up and get this vaccination out there. Let's. They, so they're looking at people as dollar signs and they're looking at it as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's disheartening, but survival of the fittest. So they are killing off the human race. That's what's yeah, happening. Um, the different, different sections of, I mean, you think of, think of like the flu, like we, we don't need every, You've got, I've had the flu before. You've had the flu before. I've stopped getting the flu shot. Like you said, years ago, I got one mm-hmm. at the insistence of my doctor. Mm-hmm. I, and I was, I was not really pl- prone to getting the flu. Mm-hmm. The year that I got that shot was the sickest I've ever been with the flu mm-hmm. ever. And I vowed, and that was before your nephew was born. So we're talking like 12, 13, probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I have not taken a flu shot since. What I do do make sure is taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, your immune system is like the best defense against all this. And I wish we would put more time and energy mm-hmm. and and trust in what God made for us, mm-hmm. not what somebody sat and made in a lab and right. put all kind of shit in it. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's ba- essentially what we're doing now. Right. The fact that they're talking about making it mandatory is scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about 
making it so that, you know, what does this mean for people who have children like myself? I don't, I'm not going to have, I'm not subjecting my child to that. Does that mean, you know, can he, will you take him away? He's not allowed to go to school. You know, what does that mean for people who are employed? Like, does it mean you lose your job if you say, I don't, I don't want the vaccine, you know, it's, and, and think of how, and I'm, and I'm, I don't want to downplay the seriousness of COVID because people are dying. But at the, at, you know, with all due respect, people have died from the flu. It doesn't mean we don't go out and we don't, um, you don't live your life. You take care of yourself. You know, when winter is coming, there's certain precautions that you have to take, but we've learned to live with it in a society. And with the flu, it's, you know, you can see the symptoms. It's even worse. We don't even really know what COVID-19 symptoms are because everybody has different strands. Number one, they don't talk about that, Mm -hmm. but everybody's reaction is different. If they said 40% of the, of the population shows no signs of it. So, and you know, in, in my opinion, like, well, this is not like the flu. The flu will put you on your ass. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, you can't go anywhere. Right. But we've learned to live with it in a society where it's not mandatory. You're not, everybody's not going to get it, not getting a flu shot. So why, why is this such a push for, for this? Right. Right. And, and it seems as though it lays dormant, you know, when they say everybody doesn't have symptoms, it's like, so you're telling me that I can potentially have it. It lays dormant in my system. I have no symptoms, but if I'm around, you know, a family member and I could pass it to them, mind you, my no symptom having, then they could potentially just simply react differently. Yeah. And that's, and that's, so then it just continues to pass and regenerate. And, you know, um, as you say, the strand is changing over the strand has changed from, you know, the, the first case to right now. It has, it is, it continues yeah, so to, to change. Gonna, you're going to have a vaccine for every strand that comes out. We don't even know how fast it's multiplying. Like what, you know, No. why one person has no symptoms and another one needs a ventilator and another one loses their life. There's, there's, there's a difference here. Yeah, this is, it's, it's the craziest thing. It is by far that I would have never thought I would live to see this day that what's happening is a lot of stuff that I watch in sci-fi movies. Yeah. And you know, we love those kind of movies. But, I, you know, I think they've been preparing us in a way, you know, where we should not be desensitized to what we've already seen because we've seen this play out. I can't tell you how many movies I used to have on a VHS and a DVD and, you know, saved on Amazon and on my fire stick, mm-hmm. all, all of it. So we've, we've kind of been prepared in so many different ways, but we've become so desensitized to it. It's like, Oh, it's like a fantasy. Like, you know, our government wouldn't actually do that. The government has done it before and they will do it again. Yeah. It's that simple. You tell somebody, look up the Tuskegee airmen. Look, just look up that case and just, that's all you have to say. Tuskegee experiment. Look up the Tuskegee experiment. I apologize. Look up Project Paperclip. Read the book, Bad Blood, because it's, it's spelled out how for 40 years, you know, what our government did under a, a government agency, you know, talking about free health care. It's, it's been done before. All of this is, has been it's been it's been done before. So I would never believe that this government and, I, you know, I look, I love being I love living in the United States. But let's be real here. I would never put anything past the U.S. government. You know, it's it's just like, um, you know, you know, everybody has different interests. I can't expect this country to this country to have my best interests at heart. It's just, that's a joke. 
I have to fend for myself. We have to fend for ourselves. So we we do that by being armed with the knowledge Mm -hmm. and the understanding of what's really going on. That's that's to me like, you know, being woke to another level, like arm yourself with the knowledge. Know know what know what they're talking about. Right. Because what they're trying to do, like this, this is a this is a whammy. This is a whole flim flam going on, you know. And I, I, you know, we there are some people who are just so like, you know, why I've, I've had this conversation the um the other day, like why would you not take the vaccine? Why? I mean, this. Do you know the history? Do you know what I'm taking? That's it. Do you know what I'm taking? If this is, and you're right, if this is really about your immune system, right? That's really what it is. Your immune system should be able to fight certain ailments. Hence the fact when you have a cold and, you know, the flu and stuff like that, then this is just something where, like you said, you got to really build yourself up with the knowledge. So I'm not saying that you got to turn into a vitamin, you know, Nazi or anything, but you know what, this would be the time to exercise, maintain a healthy heart rate, maintain a healthy, you know, body temperature. You know, even if you got to do like a little 10 minute walk here and there, I would say drink as much water as you can. Throw some, a little fresh lemon. I do a fresh lemon every morning with some ginger, you know, it's like a daily, you know, thing I have going. It's good for your you know, immune system altogether. And then on top of it, throw a little zinc, take a little zinc, Take a vitamin C, a vitamin Vitamin C, right? And it just, and and even if you're drinking, you know, like I say, you get your vitamin C and your lemon water, but you know, um, your body can take but so much vitamin C. Give yourself a vitamin C, a zinc, a vitamin D, and there's so many other things. Elderberry can go on and on. However, those three simple things for yourself on a daily basis, even if you just start now, guess what? Winter is coming. You know, we already know COVID is here. If you're still here standing, then you're, you're doing something right. Tack on a little more good stuff, you know, to your regimen. And it just can't hurt, you know, before, you know, you get thrown these vaccinations, you know, what can you do for yourself right here, right now? You know, eh, I, can go get a little, I can get a little zinc. Okay. Yep. And yep. immune system building. I, I can do a little exercise, you know, 10 minute right here. I can drink more water. Trust me. Cause if you've made it this far and you haven't, you know, gotten, COVID or let's say you, you've gotten it and you've and lived through you, it. You know, by this time, most of us have been exposed to it. It's inevitable. Anyway. Inevitable. We have come in contact with it. it. It's not on the news anymore. Like, oh, I heard about, you know, the first case in Washington. That's not the case. Now it's, oh yeah, my friend, my cousin, my coworker, you know, my, my loved one died. It's, it's so close to home. It's so close to home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I, I can't stress it enough. Like, Arm yourself with the intelligence. Arm yourself. Do the research. Do your own research. Because honestly, I'm like, if y'all can give me the COVID vaccine, I can make it at home. I can put together at home. Give me the little herbs and spices. I'll be I'll be glad to do it. But you can't do that. And you don't want to tell me everything that's in it. I'm, I have a problem with that. Yeah, that's so no. true. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, I'm not, not jumping on the bandwagon, not running, rushing to take it. Um, you know, scary times. Yeah. I, I, I deal, we deal in a higher power. So I'm, 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 you know, arm yourself, be careful out here, but mm-mm, I, I won't be doing that. Won't be doing that one. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I want them to tell me exactly what's in it. What is in it? What's in it? Yeah, and even some like, why did y'all find a, a cure for it? If that was if that was the case, what what was why would you skip that part? What was I mean, a vaccine is not a cure. It's a treatment. And you don't you have no idea how long it's going to last or, or give the protection. How about put all your time and energy into finding a cure? How about that? But as they say, and they and I, I've heard this on numerous occasions when it comes to cancer, and we've lost our dear loved ones to cancer. There is money in the treatment, not the yeah. cure. 
Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's you know, then, oh, then, then you got to take the vaccine twice. So you have, to, you have right. to take it twice. They don't know how long it's going to last, how long it's going to protect you. Yeah, it's all of those those what ifs. Mm-hmm. I'm, no money I'm good. Sure. So no money I'm, people. We're all walking guinea pigs out here. No, thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's a uh, rage against the machine. That's it's really happening. <laughs> it's happening. It is. You know, I'm just like we're we're in the midst of it. I feel like I've seen so many movies. Um, it. We just better be prepared. I am just, you know, the conspiracy part of me side of me is like, okay, so what what can this lead to? What kind of you know, we are in the midst of, we had a crazy uh, election. We're in the midst of a presidential shift, you know, a new president coming in the beginning of this year. Like you said, we have all of these um, benefits that are going to be, you know, stopped most likely. And then we have this vaccine right around, you know, Mm -hmm. right at the beginning of the year. So what kind of, what kind of stew are we making here? What kind of pot is this? You know, you got so much, uh, anger from people, the, the depression is, we, we are in a depression. They don't want to put the word on it, but I mean, we're in the midst of one yeah. going, probably going to get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, you know, all of the racial turmoil that has just, you know, been boiling over the last year. Mm-hmm. What is this going to lead to? And put the, you know, put a vaccine in there that, you know, they may make mandatory. They may not. It may inhibit people from keeping their kids, from traveling, from keeping their jobs. What What's this going to lead to? So I just leave it at that because I don't know. I, I pray for this country. That's what I do. Yeah. And, you know, keep prayed up and always strapped. OK. Yep. I like it. I like it. Well, keeping keeping it on the strap level, can we go into mm-hmm. the weekend day? You got it going on. I used to be scared of the thick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Janet Jack Keep it strapped. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Get me up out of here. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, weekend. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, let's get out of the COVID. Let's go to the D. C to the D. <laughs> Literally. All right. So this writer says, I've been married for two years. Before meeting my husband, I never thought I would find the one. Recently, I have been having feelings of wanting to experience sleeping with a woman. I've always been sexually adventurous and I have mentioned a threesome, but he insisted, but he, but he isn't interested. Sorry. I don't want to die without experiencing sex with a woman, but I also love my husband dearly. And we have a great partnership that I don't want to destroy. Help. <laughs> you like that? Help, help. <laughs> well, wow. She wants out. Wow. Okay. Mm. Um, all right. So, so basically she, so basically she is bisexual. Mm-hmm. And um, she wants a threesome, but her husband ain't with it. He ain't with it. What's wrong with him? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, usually it's the man. Like, I yeah. mean, they all about it. They all for it. So, I mean, I find that that's interesting. Um, she don't want to die without having sex with a woman. <laughs> it's her bucket list. It's her bucket list, boo. <laughs> Literally. Really? Like this? This on your bucket list? I mean, shit. Hey, my man asked me, uh, "You want to have a threesome?" I'm like, "Well, when should I invite him over?" And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he's over and he's mad at me. 
What? What? What I do? What? <laughs> I, know. I know he ain't with that. God, if they if they with you, they ain't with they ain't with that. Not not no two men, because because then I'm gonna be looking at you like you okay with two dicks in the room? What the fuck's that about? <laughs> so we just we can't win. You know? <laughs> no, but you know, like if it's like a threesome, like a train or something. Not well. I guess do I mean, tell. Maybe <laughs> you need more train. Let me call New Jersey Transit. <laughs> Maybe you need four trains. Let me you count, you count your fingers. Wait, is it? Okay, so maybe maybe four people is a train. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. That wasn't the question. So she's really asking. I'll call you right back. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm trying to answer. Okay, so I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, but I can't because I really, that's not on my bucket list. Like, mm. nah, I'm good. I'm good. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't Thanks for thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so but ev- evidently there are mm-hmm. there are some women in this situation. I okay. I can kind of understand. So I'm really curious to know. She said, you know, they've been married for two years, but like, did 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 he not know? Like, did she ever express this to him before? I'm wondering, like, what you know, what kind of we don't really have a lot of um, background as to what kind of life was she living before she met her husband, and does he know? that she is bisexual. I'm wondering if she even considers herself bisexual. I bet you she, she, she no, because No, because she's saying she wants to experience sleeping with a woman and she doesn't want to die without experiencing it. But she said, I've been having feelings of wanting to experience it. Yeah, so to me, like, okay, well, I mean, you know how people like, oh, labels is, label schmables, but I'm, I'm considering, she sounds like you are bisexual. Now, did your husband know that before he became your husband? Mm-hmm. And how did y'all, what kind of conversation did y'all have about that? Like, you know, if that was an urge or that's something that you, that, um, you know, you had up in you, <laughs> are you saying you don't want, you know, like, did you marry and be like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. And I don't, I'm just, that was my question. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know. So, mm-hmm. um, but he's, but he's, he said he isn't interested and I don't know if that's, is that a hard no? Like, no funny. literally right because if you <laughs> ah, that's a good one <laughs> obviously not <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> is it a is it like maybe open for discussion or like a hard no i don't know he isn't interested right. he isn't like, well, why not but uh and i and i respect a man who's like nah like you know that's messy like i'm not getting involved with none of that like she may just have i don't to- know no, no for real though i don't know no man that says that do you i mean t- Hmm. I think if you have a man who's like, okay, we just been married for two years and I'm trying to like bring other people in a relationship. Some women have like, a, okay, this is what you want. Cause a lot of men, you're right. They do want threesomes, but it has to go on like a, like a, a, okay. After X amount of years, you know, you can have your way. It's not something like upfront. Okay. I could, be, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Hello. I don't, you know, shoot. Obviously her, she's been two years and he's like, I'm not interested. So how long did they date? Like, and if she's saying she's adventurous, uh, shit, a threesome is fucking adventurous. That's an understatement. So he knew that about you from the doors. That sounds like she's saying like, I'm, I'm a freak on a next level. And so, so maybe she should have a conversation with him about, you know, doing doing a one you know once in a lifetime bucket list like i just want to sleep with a woman and see what it feel like and you don't have to be there kind of and see how that go down you know maybe that'll work mm-hmm. maybe he'll understand you know he'll understand that okay. i just i'm just kind of locked because i'm like i don't know how much does he he's like i wasn't interested does did he know this from the gate because if he knew this from before then like all right dude then you gotta 
you kind of got to roll with it. But right. if she's kind of springing this on him, which maybe it sounds like she is, mm-hmm. he's not interested. You're not going to force him to do it. Maybe he'll agree for you to live it out by yourself. You know, go to go to Paris or something and I don't know, meet somebody. I don't but, know. But if the tables turn and dude was like, I'm trying to be with a man. It's been my fantasy on a bucket list. Whoa, whoa, right. Whoa, whoa, That's what I'm trying whoa, whoa. to say. You see the, right. Isn't it like, okay, well. That that that's not a marriage. Like doesn't no. work both ways. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Right. No, like what? Doesn't work both ways. Exactly, exactly. That's not. You know, men, I don't. Men don't come back from that. Women, you know this, and not me personally, but I mean, a lot of my friends and a lot of people, a lot of women that I know, you know, they they dip in the lady pond. They do, you know, they be munching the carpet a little bit and then decide, oh, you know, it's not for me. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yep. I, yep. I I agree. I know. A lot of women, and I even know women who, in their marriages, like, yeah, you know, we had me and my yeah, husband had a little fun. Yeah, so Swingers Island, <laughs> went to a Swingers Island, came on back. Doors open. Oh, plenty of them, plenty. So here, like, oh, this it's a little different for a man. Like the you, you just, I'm sorry, like you walking through that door, you you ain't coming back. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, but a man, no. But. For a female, I think it's different. I don't know what it is. It's a, it's a double standard. Yes, it is. It just, that's the way it is. So I think he would be, he could be more open to it because it's another woman as opposed to if the tables was turned and, she, you know, she, he was asking her like, girl, bye, run. You know, we it's, it's not that situation. So yeah. she's asking. So I would think, you know, have the conversation with him again. Like I, like I said, is it a hard no? Is he like, nah, absolutely not? Or like maybe he can like participate in. Maybe he could choose the girl and you know, right. or yeah, make you know, make it fun. I'm t- like, you go to some of these dating sites and it'd be so many couples. You know, Poly- be trying, like yeah. I'm not trying to fall Poly- into the <laughs> polyamorous. Is that the word polyamorous? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. They 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 they're looking for a a, a friend. Yeah, to to join in. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Like really? Yeah. Okay. No. I remember. Um, <laughs> this is a, a a pretty close friend of mine, but like he, you know, he kept trying to like get me to, uh, you know, and I'm I can't even like talk because I was like I was so when I fit when I figured out what it was, which was, oh, you trying to get me to be with the girl, like. No, I'm out. Let me. I'm going home early. Like I just, I just wasn't with it. But the whole night, you know, we having a good time, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is what this about. <laughs> wow. You know who he is too. Like, man, I was like, I ain't here for that. No, I came to have a good time, not that kind of time. Mm-hmm. Said, let me show you where you had me fucked up. Hold on a minute. Let me show you. <laughs> Hold on, let me go back. Hold up. The one where you four, at? Four, four pages. Hold up. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. See that sentence right there. No. You right got there. me fucked up. Right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I was um I was at a strip club and I remember it was like a bachelorette party. And yeah, as we know, strip clubs got good wings and so on and so forth. And I remember a girl came and she was dancing and she was just like that man over here, that man over there, like, you know, he wants to buy you a lap dance. It was like, you know, Asian man sitting there with his money. And I said to her, I said, did you get your money already? And she was like, yeah. I said, all right, then get your ass off up on, up up on the lap. <laughs> you your ass on up, you know, you know, whatever, you know, whatever his visual was like, I'm good. Like you got your money. Like, all right, cool. And then the couple next to me, they were like, um, 
the guy, he, anyway, he was telling me, you know, living in the area, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, me and my wife were just, you know, we were saying how beautiful you are. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> my dumbass. Thank you. We, we really, we really, we, we really love your haircut and your shoes and your whole book. We love it. Thank you. You know, you are nice people in here. Thank you. You know, I don't know. Look, it took me, it took me a while to put my look together. And you know, what I really like to do is, um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> looking at me with the and then he was like you know me and my wife you know we, we wanted to know would you like to come home with us I'm like wait what would you like to come home with us I was like oh no he was like we he was like well either way you know you should be flattered I and I looked at him and I was like why is that he's like because we both we we both agree that of everybody in here you know like you're beautiful and I was like oh thank you and I walked away like no and you know, and you know, you're not gonna sell me on it either. Like, you're not gonna sell me. Are you you're gonna wake up in a beautiful high rise? I'm no. Mm-hmm. Maid is gonna make us breakfast. No. <laughs> my face was scrounged up. I was like, look, I'm my coat. I saw the shiver. Like, thank. No, I'm good. Like, you know, that's not that's not that's not my list thing. Like, no, I'm good. Like, no, that's not for me. that's me. No. And for those who do, then guess what? The more power to you. That it's just not. That's not how I'm rolling, you know. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Is she look? She coming too? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, but but yeah, because I I was like, I know you don't think that. Oh, <laughs> all on your third drink, eating the cherry. Oh, my cherry like, drinking, I was eating like, oh, this is we having a good old time. Oh, this is what. Oh no. Yeah, booze are nice. Yeah, okay. Why? Why are we right? Why are we always the last one? Last one to know. <laughs> Eating eat, eat your chicken bone, like, mm. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and you know yeah. you gonna finish your chicken before you start heading out. Let this damn. You know what? I'm gonna get some of this fried rice to go, <laughs> and um, call me tomorrow. Mm-mm. But but anyway, okay. So back to the question at hand. I think says um. You know, I'm going to go back to communication. Like, this is communication. Figure out if he's, if this is a hard no, he really isn't interested. He's really not about it. Or if he's kind of open to it, make him a part of choosing this lovely female that you're going to have this tryst with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, truly, if this is what's on your bucket list, then you have every right and you are obligated to live your best life. And if this is part of your best life, then go ahead, girl. You need to live it. But um, not at the expense of your marriage. No. So he's got to be with it one way or another. Either you, you know, do your thing by yourself, you know, do you a little um vacay, a little, you know, a little girls break, whatever you call it, or um, or make him a part of the action, one way or the other. But do not sacrifice your marriage, um, for some for for munching a carpet or having your carpet munched. No. Mm-mm. Really? I'm back to like, really? That's your bucket list? <laughs> hey, you know, tomato, tomato. All right. Yep. That was good. That was good. Communication. Some honest advice. All right. Okay. Oh, child. What times? Mm-hmm. Where are we going now? I'm back in the car. I'm putting on a seatbelt. Where are we going now? All right. So we are now at That's My Genium. That's My Genium. So this week, yes, is my jam. I want to take you back to 1996 from Tupac. We got from his All Eyes On Me. 
album. We got How Do You Want It? How does it feel? Growing up real. So this was look, you know, like this was his final single. It was that was released during his lifetime, as we know, Tupac and uh met a tragic death. But he was he was a legend. You gotta say that. So this song featured KC and JoJo on the hook. KC JoJo That's my favorite part. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> the song uh, appeared in Gang Related. That was also Tupac's last movie. And I, one thing I can remember about this song, like this was this was a time. So 1996. Remember, it was that East Coast West Coast beef. You know, us Biggie. Like the next year, it was Tupac, and it was you know they were gangs against gangs, and it was a really like crazy time in hip hop. So, and most of the music at the time, like, they, I mean, you could just, it was so different because you had music that was coming out of New York and then you had the music that was coming out of LA. And that pretty much was it. This was, you know, before the South kind of took over. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, given the background of the time and Tupac, you know, as as we all, if you know, if you're a fan of hip, hip hop, you, you have to be a fan of Tupac one way or the other. And he made this song and it was like, you know, this was like the time of like, he, he, I mean, he was just dissing everybody basically from the East Coast. And the video, I remember staying up late. It wasn't, was it BET After Dark? Like BET had like a, was it BET or was it like, okay, I remember um, it was like public access in New York and you could like, it was like all the all the naked stuff. So anyway, there was a, it was a version of this video. It was like an X-rated yes. version. BET Uncut. Was it, but I feel like it wasn't BET Uncut because th- there was a version of this video that was like the women were all naked. Everybody was naked. He was pouring a champagne down the girl's coochie and drinking it. It was it was like, it was off the chain. Oh. Even off the chain than for BET Uncut. So I think there was, there was actually three versions of this video. So there was the clean one, there was the BET Uncut version, and then there was the Midnight Blue version. It was like the- I don't know Midnight Blue, was that, was that a VHS that you popped in? No, that was like, that was like public access in New York, like after dark, and it was like X-rated video. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy. So I just remember like seeing the, you know, watching the video and it's like, wow, Pac, like they went in the jacuzzi and you know, the girls was, you know, it was, it was it was like a little, a little, little X-rated video. Wow. So yeah, but this song. So a little, a little sum about Tupac. I actually met Tupac and like hung. I was, I hung out with him at Howard Homecoming. I'm trying to think what year that was, but I will say this: like he was, he was such a part, like a dancer. He was having a good time. Make sure we were drinking. Make sure we ate. Had. You know, he was all about the party while they was out there. You know, it was a lot of standing around. I just remember like Tupac was dancing with us. Like he was dancing. He loved all the music and he made sure it was me and two of my homegirls. And he made sure, you know, we we ate and we had a good time. So I will ever, I will forever. He was all but like, five, I mean, if I'm five, five, he was my, he was like five, five. Don't you be talking about no fine ass Tupac. Don't you be talking about no fine ass Tupac. Yeah, so I, that was my memory memory of him. I was gonna, you know, he he met some trouble. I'm not even gonna talk about that. I I knew some stuff, but anyway, um, they knowing some stuff. I know. I mean, yeah, Mm-mm. quiet. Mm-hmm. It's not oral history. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, that's my jam. You remember this song, right? Oh my god, yeah. I like he said, got it. We wanted it so bad, I'm about to pass out. Baby, is it? And I can even lie about it. Yeah, this Alize. Okay. <laughs> that, that was Casey's part right there. Champagne, Alize, Hennessy, Alize. <laughs> Cause I used to drink Alize, you know. I, you sure did. Ooh, that was the that was the world drink. Ooh, yeah. they, had, they had a red Alize, red Alize and orange. Alize. Like, like you want to throw up tonight? All right. Oh, the I felt like it was like a nice cocktail on ice. Like it was just a perfect drink. Oh my gosh. Like that, it never, oh gosh. I I still have flashbacks to this day. Like I can taste it and it, it's been at least 20 years. Oh, uh, I used to like mm. it. People the bottle used to ask me like, bitch, you want to throw up tonight? All right, come on. Come oh, on okay. in. I like that. I, it was okay. The red one was good with me. Then they had the orange oh, one. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Whew, child, I can still feel it. I can still feel it. Mm. You gotta have some good nights. It was hot when it came up. If you throwing up, mm. you know you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's a mean throw up. That mean throw up. Yeah. Oh, that that vomit throw. Oh God. That's what you call it. You don't. You don't call it throw up. You call it vomit. <laughs> mm, that's that vomit. Oh. Ooh, that bottle used to be like, bitch. I'm getting you fucked up tonight. Mm. Mm, keep going. Keep sipping. Keep sipping. Alize. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. No, I, that is a jam right there. How do you want it? How does it feel? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Casey, JoJo, and Tupac. And Tupac. He was, a, he was a very sexy rapper. Like I always say, if you take the accolades and you take the label off of them and you put them as a regular dude that you're walking by on the city streets, does he get a double take from me? Tupac definitely gets a double take from me. He's he's a good looking man. Yeah, he was he was he's very handsome. Yeah, he had those those. He was, he was oh. brilliant too. Was oh brilliant. yes, yes, and he and you know he would have been right here with the Black Matters, Black Matters, the Black Lives Matter movement. He would have yeah, been right he before his time. Yeah, it was oh, just he would have been here. We yeah. need him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's mm-hmm. jump into our supporting black businesses, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, uh, um, this is the segment of the show where we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made. For us, by us. All right, now. So today I would like to highlight the professional barber by the name of Brennan Jawan Jones. He's based out of Philly and he basically has haircuts for homeless and he's been serving the homeless population, giving out free haircuts. And I think this is so amazing and this is so heartwarming. And he uses his IG to share his story and he has $2 Tuesdays and that helps cover the cost. And I just can't go. I mean, sometimes I see some of these things that, you know, pop up online and this right here, like really touched my heart because, you know, when you are giving of yourself, the universe kind of opens up for you. And I do believe that this is what we're here to do. Like my grandma would say, we're really on earth here to help each other. And um, there's a quote that I saw recently. Muhammad Ali said, our service to others in some way, shape or form, our service to others is the way we pay our rent for our space that we take up here on earth. Absolutely. Oh, that's Muhammad Ali's quote. And I'm sure I didn't get it right. But anyway, so when I see this, you know, um, 
amazing barber, Brennan Jawan Jones, um, out in these streets of Philly. And, you know, he's even down on the ground and he's, you know, shaving this gentleman's head. And he says, you know, uh, he feels as though these, these haircuts give you like a new beginning. And you know how it is when you get your hair done, you feel good. Oh, yeah. It's something about, oh, yeah. you know, like that, that fresh haircut is, is something in your spirit. You know, you feel good. You look good. You're at your best. And, um, you know, so again, I think this is something amazing. I'm moved by it. I hope that $2 is not a big deal that we can continue to support so he can continue to give. And his hashtag is spread love. So life changing equals soul change, soul saving and mm -hmm. hashtag spread love. I love that. So you can find him at www.haircutforhomeless.com and that's haircut for the number four homeless.com. Love it. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Love it. All right. All right. This is the season. Mm -hmm, it is. And it's also the season for us to end this show. All right. We will be back next week, though. Right. So, y'all, we have come to the end. Please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. Wherever you listen to your podcast, find That's What I'm Saying, the podcast, and subscribe. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV. We're also on Island TV On Demand. So find the app, Island TV, download it, subscribe to the show, so you can see our faces. And Shatara, what else do we need to let them know? Hey, if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, hey, <laughs> hey now, have a question for the Weekend D Report, or do you want to keep up to date on all my comedy shows, as well as our podcasts and TV events, then get social with us, DM us, yeah. talk to us, we want to talk to you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at TwistPod, or on our website at TwistPod.com. Until next time, thank you always for listening. Stay healthy out there, stay well. Love y'all. Peace out. Thank you.